welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey everybody, it's your girl Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for all God's children and all God's creation. And no matter the negative circumstances and appearances that dominate the headlines and the atmosphere, never forget that love, light, and the encouragement to push on a little further are always available. Nearer to us, the most can fathom. It flows from the heart of our I Am Presence whenever we direct our attention inward. Though invisible to our physical eyes, our presence may be, our presence is real. It is the power and the spirit of the living God that dwells within us and will always intercede whenever we make the call. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life. And y'all be loved. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew 5:46-48. If perfection could have been attained through the Levitical priesthood, and indeed the law given to the people established that priesthood, why was there still need for another priest to come, one in the order of Melchizedek? not in the order of Aaron. For when the priesthood is changed, the law must be changed also. He of whom these things are said belonged to a different tribe, and no one from that tribe has ever served at the altar. For it is clear that our Lord descended from Judah, and in regard to that tribe Moses said nothing about priests. And what we have said is even more clear if another priest like Melchizedek appears, one who has become a priest not on the basis of a regulation as to his ancestry but on the basis of the power of an indestructible life. For it is declared, you are a priest forever, in the order of Melchizedek. The former regulation is set aside because it was weak and useless, for the law made nothing perfect, and a better hope is introduced, by which we draw near to God. And it was not without an oath. Others became priests without any oath, but he became a priest with an oath when God said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind, you are a priest forever. Because of this oath, Jesus has become the guarantor of a better covenant. Now there have been many of those priests, since death prevented them from continuing in office, but because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. Therefore he is able to save completely those who come to God through him, because he always lives to intercede for them. Such a high priest truly meets our need, one who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. Unlike the other high priests, he does not need to offer sacrifices day after day, first for his own sins, and then for the sins of the people. He sacrificed for their sins once for all when he offered himself. For the law appoints as high priest men in all their weakness, but the oath, which came after the law, appointed the Son, who has been made perfect forever. Hebrews 7 11 28 
Isis Unveiled, Chapter 13. The Philosophical Cross, the two lines running in opposite directions, the horizontal and the perpendicular, the height and breadth, which the geometrizing deity divides at the intersecting point, and which forms the magical as well as the scientific quaternary, when it is inscribed within the perfect square, is the basis of the occultist. Within its mystical precinct lies the master key which opens the door of every science, physical as well as spiritual. It symbolizes our human existence, for the circle of life circumscribes the four points of the cross, which represent in succession birth, life, death and immortality. Everything in this world is a trinity completed by the quaternary, and every element is divisible on this same principle. Physiology can divide man ad infinitum, as physical science has divided the four primal and principal elements in several dozens of others, she will not succeed in changing either. Birth, life, and death will ever be a trinity completed only at the cyclic end. Even were science to change the long for immortality into annihilation, it still will ever be a quaternary, for God geometrizes. Therefore, perhaps alchemy will one day be allowed to talk of her salt, mercury, sulfur, and azoth, her symbols and mythic letters, and repeat, with the exponent of the synthesis of organic compounds, that it must be remembered that the grouping is no play of fancy, and that a good reason can be given for the position of every letter. H. P. Blavatsky Dr. Pace, of Paris, wrote in 1863, the following. One word, apropos, of alchemy. What must we think of the hermetic art? Is it lawful to believe that we can transmute metals, make gold? Well, positive men, esprit forts of the 19th century, know that Mr. Figuier, doctor of science and medicine, chemical analyst in the School of Pharmacy, of Paris, does not wish to express himself upon the subject. He doubts, he hesitates. He knows several alchemists, for there are such, who, basing themselves upon chemical discoveries, and especially on the singular circumstance of the equivalence demonstrated by M. Dumas, pretend that metals are not simple bodies, true elements in the absolute sense, and that in consequence they may be produced by the process of decomposition. This encourages me to take a step further, and candidly avow that I would be only moderately surprised to see someone make gold. I have only one reason to give, but sufficient it seems, which is, that gold has not always existed, it has been made by some chemical travail or other in the bosom of the fused matter of our globe, perhaps some of it may be even now in process of formation. The pretended simple bodies of our chemistry are very probably secondary products, in the formation of the terrestrial mass. It has been proved so with water, one of the most respectable elements of ancient physics. Today, we create water. Why should we not make gold? An eminent experimentalist, Mr. Depre, has made the diamond. True, this diamond is only a scientific diamond, a philosophical diamond, which would be worth nothing, but, no matter, my position holds good. Besides, we are not left to simple conjectures. There is a man living who, in a paper addressed to the scientific bodies, in 1853, has underscored these words, I have discovered the method of producing artificial gold, I have made gold. This adept is Mr. Theodore Tiffero, ex-preparator of chemistry in the École Professionnelle at Supérieure of Nantes. Cardinal de Rohan, the famous victim of the diamond necklace conspiracy, testified that he had seen the Count Cagliostro make both gold and diamonds. We presume that those who agree with Professor T. Sterry Hunt, FRS, 
will have no patience with the theory of Dr. Pace, for they believe that all of our metalliferous deposits are due to the action of organic life. And so, until they do come to some composition of their differences, so as to let us know for a certainty the nature of gold, and whether it is the product of interior volcanic alchemy, or surface segregation and filtration, we will leave them to settle their quarrel between themselves, and give credit meanwhile to the old philosophers. H.P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 14 Now, mankind has held the attention upon the miscreations and distress of the outer world, and therefore, the outer self is tied to that distress. If you want your freedom, if you want the purifying freedom of life, your attention must go to your mighty I Am Presence, and the Ascended Host and the Angelic Host, your love, your feeling, your energy must go to your beloved I Am Presence and the Ascended Host. Your call must go to the source of perfection of your mighty I Am Presence and the Ascended Host. You must go back to the source from whence you came, the great central sun, and there the pattern of perfection, there the power of love supreme, there the infinite purity of creation, there the boundless energy of the universe, there the boundless supply of all substance, can you draw back into yourselves, and then you give your life to the world around you, and it produces only perfection that blesses life. You dwell only within its perfection. You command its expansion. You demand its invincible power against all evil, and you become the great central sun's magnetic raising force, the great central sun magnet's power, to raise and raise and raise all you contact into that same great perfection to which you have called, to which you belong, from whence you came, and to which you must return. Oh, the seven mighty Aloham are so ready to give you everything. We are the builders of the system. Think you not we can build perfection for you? But you must become one with us. Since we build perfection, and you want to build perfection, you must become one with us, and you must build as we build. Perfection does not come from the outer world. It comes from what the world calls the invisible, and yet, it is not invisible. It's far more visible than many of your manifestations in the physical octave that are here one minute and gone the next. This is the world of eternal change, therefore, let us change it from its present distress, so far as you're concerned, into the sun presence of the perfection of your mighty I am presence, the perfection of the ascended master's octave, the perfection of the seven mighty Elohim of creation. These powers are ever within life. We are ever offering them to you. They are seeking an opening. They ever bless and fill all with the happiness of eternity, the mastery of manifestation, and they glorify everything you contact. Can I offer you more? And can the world offer you as much? The world needs this of which I speak, and you are able to give it. You have given much, you can give more. And may I say tonight, you will give more. Applause, thank you so much, precious ones. Won't you be seated please, please, and just remain so. Beloved Elohim Cyclopeia. Now blessed ones, as you school yourselves and set this habit, and you begin to create this sun presence of greater perfection and purifying freedom to life, as you draw more power into yourselves, as you demand more power to purify and free the life around you, we will add to that. So your power increases more and more rapidly. But only as you increase it to give it out here, can we pour the greater power into you and make you more powerful, make you a more intense sun presence of the greater power from our octave. 
So, the greater power in you of mastery depends on the greater power of blessing that you give to life around you. And there's no substitute for blessing life. This messenger has three times today had a quite amazing experience, and she tries it many times just to see the reaction, people of the outer world, just the general run of people, when she has said, God bless you for a miracle day, there's instantly an awakening, instantly a smile, instantly a response, and she receives, oh, thank you. Now what do you think is that action of life? Beloved Saint Germain told you in the early days, that something very wonderful was established in and around you when you form the habit of just saying, God bless you, and meaning it. As that goes out to touch life, you have no idea the burdens you lift, and it is so easy to do. There's nothing difficult. It's not complicated, but you must desire to give it. And when that is your desire, our desire can be fulfilled in you and through you, and our desire for the world to be free comes more quickly into outer fulfillment. So, blessed ones, there's no substitute for the blessing to life. Just enjoy it, and if you will give it, we can give to you the boundless blessings of our octave. Then your world becomes the ascended master world of perfection, and wherever you abide, you are the magnetic raising power of the great central sun magnet's blessing to life. Beloved Elohim Cyclopeia When the greater life of the universe is so ready to raise the lesser into the greater freedom and perfection of the greater realms of activity, there's no excuse for staying in the disturbed, tormenting, traitorous, treacherous, limiting conditions of human discord. So, blessed ones, you are the purifying freedom of the sacred fires left to life when you use that violet-consuming flame, when you call forth the inner essence of any special activity, when you hold your attention through love to your mighty I am presence, and you call and call and call to the greater realms of life, the greater perfection and greater power of the universe, you yourself through the call, become the open door through which we can pour into you and into this world, that which needs to come here to raise it out of the clutches of the destructive forces of mankind's own human creation. We create only perfection. We protect only that which is constructive. We give only the good of life, and it is all as free as the air you breathe. Can the world do as much for you? Has the world done as much for you? Then let us do for the world what is necessary now to enable the world to do for the universe around it, that which we do and offer, and which the cosmic law demands, until that hour when all purified, manifests the perfection of the ascended master's great freedom of life, and the great creative activities of the universe go on and on and on in greater magnificence and beauty, greater power without limit, and are made invincibly eternal in the ever-expanding perfection of manifestation. Beloved Elohim Cyclopea.